Okay, let's start with a question. How many of us went to business school when we started up in business? I expect there won't be a particularly large show of hands. No, and that's because most of us decided to go into business just doing something that we love or maybe something that we're really good at doing. It's usually a little way down the line that we start to reflect on not actually gaining a grounding in the useful things like sales, marketing, finance and operations. Yeah, and that's when it all starts to feel, well, a bit difficult. I'm Nikki. I've been running businesses since 2004 and I'm the founder of The Growth Community, which is a place where businesses come to network and support each other's business success. And I'm James and I started my business back in 2020, helping businesses, brands and organisations to unlock the power of podcasting, basically using audio as a way to market and grow their business. Well, in our line of work, we both meet a lot of businesses and we're constantly learning new things from being around them. Every day literally is a business school day. So we thought, why not grab some of this good stuff and turn it into a podcast? So please take your seats. Class is about to start. Hello, class, and welcome back. We have another guest to introduce to you. Hello everyone, so I'm Talisa Gill and I am the owner of 10x Marketing Consultancy and we are a content marketing agency to help people with their marketing and generating leads. Now you do a lot of different work, we've known each other for many years now, longer than we would care to remember, (laughs) but today what we're doing is we're kind of focusing in on one bit of work that, that you do and I think it's a subject that some people find a little bit mysterious. Yeah, I think A little so. bit difficult to yeah, get their heads so. around, which is the subject of lead magnets. Yeah. Um, really open question to start with. When we say lead magnets, what does that mean? What is a lead magnet? So ultimately, a lead magnet is a piece of content that your audience is going to find valuable. And what they're going to do in return to see that piece of content is to actually input in their contact details. So it might be their email address, name, business company. And they will actually put that in to access the resource or tool that you are given away for free a lot of people like you said see it as mysterious and I think it's because people see it as a massive project big project they're not seeing it as a simple social media post they're looking at it on a big scale and thinking I've not got the time for that how do I get something like that into my business so they'll push it to a side thinking I've not got time (laughs) at this moment but there's so many simple ways you can do lead magnets so what uh, what's the difference between a lead magnet and someone signing up for your email newsletter or mailing list or, or whatever? Or, or is, is, is does that fall under the same category? No, it doesn't fall under the same category. Because what you're trying to get people to do with your newsletter is sign up to then receive continuous pieces of content through it might be a monthly newsletter um, campaign. It's always going to come through email. So how a lead magnet is different, it can it can be a few different things. It can be like ebooks, guides, white papers, templates tools it can be to access an old webinar that you might have done previously anything that you're going to access it directly straight away after you put in your email address into the system or form and would you um once they've done that what would you do with them after that would they then fall into your database is that an acceptable thing or absolutely. is yeah yeah absolutely so it's kind of a, a, a cute way of, of getting them to sign up for something a bit more interesting yeah rather than just a newsletter yeah so they actually you ultimately you're trying to either answer a question that they might have a pain problem uh, anything that they think actually that's is your audience they're wanting to access it because it's going to give them some insight into your business or problem that they're trying to fix um in there but you 
yeah, there's a whole, there's not just the lead magnet, there's the after journey after after that, once yeah. someone's downloaded it. So it's really important, not just to create the lead magnet and get people to fill it out and you've got, you've, you know, you've got their email address and it's just sat in your your emails as it is. Uh, it's really important to add that email into your CRM system, into your email marketing system, and then actually follow a series of email nurture paths after that. Um, that's going to warm them up, you know, a little bit further. Um, when people do download a lead magnet, it is classed as a cold lead. Yeah. Um, but it is quite cold. You know, they're just giving their email to you to say, I want to access this piece of information. So it's then important to create those emails that follow on as a journey uh, to warm them up a little bit further to hope then convert into them wanting to book a call with you um or you know a, a meeting so essentially then this is like a, it's like a whole campaign that's completely yeah. separate to your usual email yeah. marketing that you're doing um it's it's a it's a little process that you're going to devise to take them on a little journey yeah, and journey, ultimately absolutely. they will just sort of i guess fall off the other end into your normal email marketing unless they decide they don't want to be and they unsubscribe yeah the so so the the mag itself then does it have to be something reasonably substantial does it is it something that i'm guessing it's got to have it's got to have good value yeah so you can't just do anything yeah what what may what would be a good example of of a, of a lead magnet so i'll give you one of my easiest examples that i've done inside my own business so every month we do social media for different clients and at the end of each month we've got an excel document that we've created lots of different formulas in that is basically a reporting software that we can send to the client uh, to show them how their social media have you know have performed over the, the month now that report we're using internally for our clients and that is a valuable piece of information that we give them as part of them paying for our service However, we didn't, didn't well, we then realised that we could have that report um, and actually give that away as a template um, to people that we're not working with, but they might be doing their own social media to see how they're performing themselves. So it could mm, be a okay. tool that you're currently using in your business that you're not giving away that you could actually put onto a landing page on your website for people to download in the future. Now, there's a lot big scale, a lot bigger scales, such as like ebooks, guides, where, you know, it could be 20 pages plus, and that could take you a few months to do all the research, collect all the content and write it all, design it all. Um, but I'll always say to people, the first step is to look inside your business. What tools do you actually have at the moment or what other marketing tools have you used, such as, you know, you might have done a webinar in the past, a podcast in the past. Is there anything that you think is a good value for people to actively put in their information to access again in the future? So, where do landing pages? Where do where do lead magnets live? Do they live on landing pages? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd always say, um, if you've got a lead magnet, create a landing page on your website. Uh, some people might not have a website, and they might just decide to use, um, you know, their email platforms where you can create landing pages inside mm -hmm. those. It might not be your specific domain, and it won't be searchable through Google. Um, but that's a, you know an easier or a cheaper way of doing it if you've not got a website already. Um, so yes, yeah, so you'd create the landing page on there. You'd have a form uh, which hopefully integrates into your CRM system or your email marketing system uh, that people could complete um, and then the the resource would open up automatically there's a bit of an argument with people do you have it appear straight away or does it go into people's inbox as a we'll send you the email look out for it and then you open it up and then you can access it I like to do both because I'm always worried that you know there's a lot of junk now junk yeah. emails I don't want it to get lost and I don't want people to get frustrated that they're having to go to another place to access it after they filled out the form um, but it's good to do as like a follow-up process to deliver the asset to them through their emails. Yeah. So I, I've, I've been busy typing on my phone, making notes as we've been chatting here. Yeah. So I, the way that I'm looking at this is 
four main stages and, mm-hmm. and I'd be interested in your input as to whether I'm right here. And these all involve quite different sort of skill sets. And I'm, I'm wondering if this is the reason that people find it a little bit mysterious because it's not just a matter of, mm-hmm. well, write an update on Facebook. That's yep. something that people are like, yeah, I know how to do that. That's mm-hmm. fair enough. Um, so you've got coming up with the idea. So yeah. kind of like the the real sort of creative part yeah. of it, which is what kind of lead magnet would work for me? Is it something I've already done? Do I need to go away and, and put you know a few days aside to write a new yeah. book? So coming up with that initial idea. And what's important with that is to make sure it's something that your audience wants as well. Not just you thinking, oh, they're gonna they might want this. Right. Like actually start to speak to your audience, maybe speak to clients that you're already working with to see what they would find potentially useful as a mm. tool yeah, or a guide or an ebook. Yep. See what your competitors are doing as well. I know that's you know, people get worried about that, but have a look what competitors are doing. Have a look what people are actually actively searching for in Google because it might be questions that you might want to answer um, through this lead magnet. Um, but I'll always say to people, don't be afraid to give away your best kept secrets. This is exactly what I was going to ask next on this yeah. first step. Um, what what level of knowledge should you be looking to give away? Because you hear people kind of say, "Oh, I don't want you know my competitors might find out how I do things, yeah. and I don't want I don't want people knowing that, and that's what people pay me to do. So I'm not going to give them that for mm-hmm. for, for free." Where where does that line sit, and and how maybe more it's a psychological question about mm. how what do you say to people to convince them that actually you do want to be giving away some of your best stuff? Yeah, so the top marketing experts always say your audience want to trust you and want as much information as they can get without them actively needing to seek it or speak to you directly. Yeah. Um, so that's always something important to have. And just as probably you're looking at what competitors are doing, they're probably looking at what you're doing in all your other marketing activity as well. Yeah. So I'd always say to people, don't be too worried about giving away too much. If it is a tool or a resource that kind of naturally flows into a paid service that you're offering. Uh, Maybe look at it as giving a bit of a preview away in your lead magnet. So it might be that, for example, the reporting that I you know, gave the example on, that is obviously going to be a paid service for social media, but it might be that we give away like maybe a snippet of that. It might be that we're doing it just for one platform on social media, not we're not giving it away for every single one. And then it might be the paid added value to the next step to say, oh yeah, I'm wanting more of that. I'm going to go and pay for it now for the next the next development. Okay. Yeah. And one more question on stage one. Mm-hmm. Um, is book a free call with me? Is that Does that fall under this category? Because I think there's a bit of debate yeah. about that, isn't there? Some people go, oh yeah, well my lead magnet is to book a fact-finding call. I wouldn't say that's a lead magnet. I'd say that's a call to action within your business yeah. as part of your sales pipeline or sales journey it might be that you're giving away something then in your emails after it might be book a call with me to discover more if you've got more questions based on what you've downloaded that's absolutely fine but i wouldn't say a call or a discovery meeting um is a lead magnet the only kind of way i maybe would is if it was like a demo but maybe a pre-recorded demo that you've got because that's something that you've captured you've created that resource and tool and then you're giving someone that away by putting their email address in is it quite important that this is something that just happens in the background without you having to do anything yes yeah, is, so is that as important i'd always say a lead magnet is something once you've got it it's got to be evergreen what i mean yeah. by evergreen is that it's going to be long standing it can't just be for a yeah. short amount of time but it's and going to be, be user yeah but yeah. It's, got, it's a lot of work that people put into a lead magnet to create the, the actual asset to create the landing page to create the email journey after then do all the promotion of it um it's a big it is a big project and you can make it as big or as little as you want but it you know it's 
it's work that you're going to put together and it's then going to sit and work its magic in the background whilst you're doing your other activity that you can be diverting traffic to it. Sure. Okay. So stage two then, uh, I would see as actually creating it. Yes. So, you know, whether that is writing it, whether it's videoing it, whatever that looks like. Yep. So you come up with your idea, stage one. Stage two then is you've got to, you've got to create yeah. it. You've got to make it look professional. And I guess that, well. for, for depending on what the idea is, will dictate how complicated or otherwise that, yeah. that is. If it's a, a something you've already got, an Excel formula that mm-hmm. you're just going to give away to people, fairly straightforward just to, to kind yeah. of do that. If I suppose it could be a few a few bits of content you already have. That, yeah. You know, a few blogs you've written suddenly becomes a bit of an e-book, doesn't it? So. it that is an absolute steal of a show for a lead magnet is if you've got numerous different blogs on a certain subject area pull them together and it could be a guide or an ebook like you've just mentioned it's, yeah. it's a great way of leveraging your own content that you've done already into a what i class as a killer piece of content for your industry as well so that's definitely one but you can use simple tools as well like canva to create ebooks guides make them look all yep. nice and fancy there's amazing tools you don't have to be a graphic designer nowadays there's sure. tools out there to help you create these assets so stage three then is i'll, I'll call it implementation so this is You've got to get it onto your website. It's yeah. all right. You've got it written. You know, you think it's brilliant. It's fantastic. But at the moment, it's just sat on. It's sat yeah. on your hard drive. It's sat on your Google Drive. It's sat in your Dropbox or whatever. You've you've got to then do the technical stuff so that it's it's on a landing page. It's mm-hmm. there. It's it's as a yeah. There's a there's a pop up or whatever it is that's yeah. that's set up or that thing that I find quite annoying when you go to close a website. That's yeah, when it pops, it pops up. Pops up. Like, oh, what's that? And then that. <laughs> um, whatever that looks like. There's that implementation yeah. side of it. I guess that's a scary side. I think for a lot of people um, on how most people don't really want to have to do stuff with their website, do they? So, yeah, exactly. That makes sense. And all that's fine. But then, stage four is then, well, what happens after that? Because it's all right, people, you know putting the details in and doing it and you think oh brilliant getting all these email addresses yeah. you don't do anything with them it's fairly it's fairly pointless so that kind of and you touched on it earlier on didn't you that sort of process or workflow whatever that looks yeah. like whether that is you know a stream of, of emails or whatever that that looks like i think there's a kind of a stage five in my head so once you've done all of that how do you get a load of people to actually see this you know yeah. how do how do they find it uh you know how far and wide can you go with this absolutely far and um, lots of different leveraging and repurposing ways that you can do it so a couple that, you know, I can just reel off off the top of my head. Um, so you've obviously got all your social media channels that you should be creating numerous posts over. Now, people get worried and say, well, I've created the one post and no one's come and downloaded it. And social media, unfortunately, doesn't work like that. No, do the one post and everyone in your network's going to see it. Uh, what you need to be doing is consistently put in those uh, lead magnet style posts into your social media plans. So it might be that you do one a week, one every couple of weeks, but make sure you, you, know, you keep doing that and keep pulling different bits different graphics from it um, to really post it in different ways uh, for your audience. So there's that. You could do an email on it, you know, uh, from your email system just to promote that you've got this resource now. Um, You can create email signature banners. um, So every email that you send out from your Outlook or Gmail, you've got a little graphic at the bottom that says I've got this new shiny asset come and download it Mm, you could be promoting it through your blogs so if you've got blogs on that similar topic you could be creating little banners or graphics put them inside your blog copy on your website so people be going through reading the blog and actually oh yeah that looks a good resource on this area as well let me go and download that you can do it into videos so I've even promoted lead magnets and transferred them into video content promote them in the newsletters 
when you go into networking events, share them, get people to download them, create QR codes for people to get to that landing page. There's so many ways. I mean, I have got a tool at 10x on my website on how you can repurpose and leverage, but um, (laughs) different pieces. But yeah, there's lots of different ways where you can literally go through and tick them off as you've done them. It's a lead magnet for lead magnets. That's brilliant. That's (laughs) I've got a couple more questions and then I'll probably think of some more as well, actually, because this is something that I could just ask a million questions about. Would it be normal just to have one lead magnet? I mean, I've sometimes been on websites where nearly every page you're on, there's something saying sign up for this and and do this and do the other. And it's kind of like, does it become a bit too overwhelming? What's what's the right number? Should it be one? Can you do multiple? What's the what what's the um, downsides of going in too hard? Yeah. So I'd always suggest to people um, to at least get one that you're really proud of that you think is a really good valuable piece and then if you look at the different types of lead magnets like an ebook a template a guide a piece of video content if you were wanting to create lots of different lead magnets try and start to go through those different journeys because everyone has different learning styles as well so it might be that you you prefer to read through a pdf it might be that you prefer to watch uh, a pre-recorded video Um, it might be that you prefer a tool that's a bit more interactive to work with so do all those i'll always say to people that whoever i work with as clients um one lead magnet a quarter or half a year is more than enough um, because like I said it can be a project in itself it can take a few weeks to to create it then a few weeks to get it online a few weeks to do the email nurture sequence I'd rather someone complete that whole project successfully than be creating a resource just shoving it anywhere on the website and then not doing any promotion of it and then moving to the next one quite quickly so yeah clients that I've worked with over the last couple of years for a longer term marketing strategy we normally say one a quarter to one every half year yeah. at this moment in time. Is there any precedent in people doing lead magnets that um, people pay for? So yeah. yes, rather than just getting it for free. Yeah, so that's what I'd start to class as more of like a passive income strategy. So you might have a lead magnet that pushes into a passive income strategy. So it might be that you're giving away um, a slight demo or a preview of something and then move it then into a more a selling piece of art um for your marketing as well mm. yeah so they, so it effectively it can kind of you know we'll give you so much of this but then here's the big bit and it yes. costs a bit more i suppose it's a bit like the way a lot of people do um training course online courses don't yeah. they do like a mini and one which is like it. 20 quid and another yeah. one that's about the intermediate one that's a couple of hundred and then there's the big old singing or dancing one that costs yeah. a couple of grand or whatever a lot so a lot of coaches and like fitness maybe people do this kind of uh, style of marketing where they'll give you you can have a week where you're going to download all these courses so you've got a week and then you get to the end and then you want the actual coaching as the next step yeah up. so then you go to the paid option to, to move yeah. forward with and it's a way of just getting people into your pipeline getting a little bit of a taste of what you offer and then for you to kind of convince them that they need that next step up to get their maximum potential. Mm. So my last question is probably quite a big question in that I think we've done a fairly good job there of kind of going through the theory of how it works and the kind of work that's involved and what you've got to do. And let's be fair, there's a fair amount of work there. Mm-hmm. This is not like, a, yeah. well, I'll set an afternoon aside and I can oh, yeah. not, it's, not, it's, it's, not a, it's a big job. old job. <laughs> What's the point then? Is it is it genuinely worth it? Does it is is this kind of project right for everyone? Will everyone see a return on investment for whether it's their time, whether they outsource mm-hmm. parts of it? Because we could be looking at a project there that involves outsourcing parts of it to different yeah, people. Yeah. Your cost could really start to rack up. Mm-hmm. There. Is is it is it going to be right for everyone? And what 
what what would someone actually get back from doing this? Yeah, it's a re it's probably out of the marketing strategies, apart from if you're going through the paid route of you know PPC, it's the highest lead generator that you can do in your marketing. I suggest lead magnets to a lot of businesses who might be struggling to grow an email database and they're not wanting to buy data because they've not had any success from it. Um, and I've worked with people that want to become more of a thought leader in the industry, so showing off their expertise, who want to educate their audience as well. So all those collectively should be telling you why you need to do it in terms of it's going to generate your leads into your business it's a good way to get cold leads that you can warm up into a hot lead that can all be working in the background without you coming into the resource you know into the client you know from the, the day dot of them inquiring or researching or engaging with you as a business and do you think that's relevant for people who are a bit of a one-man band as much as Absolutely. you know Saves businesses so that time. are scaling up and, and yeah. stuff like that and you've got a thing as well once you've done a lead magnet you could probably for at least three months fill out your marketing campaign plans from that lead magnet so it's a way of creating a killer piece of content that's going to repurpose down into loads of micro pillars for every single you know strategy that you have for your marketing as well and I think actually it, it's a really true piece of marketing as well, isn't mm -hmm. it? Because, you know, we know that people don't just, it, it, rarely do people just kind of see something and go, oh, I want to buy that, yeah. particularly in a business to business environment. Um, we expect that we've got to keep wetting their appetite. So actually, you know, if you are not the sort of person who wants to just pick up cold leads and get on the phone to people, it's a really beautiful marketing way of actually yeah. taking them on that journey um, without you, know, you only getting to kind of interact with them at the point where they are genuinely warmer than they were when they came yeah. in. It's the number one tool for like inbound marketing. So if you're really wanting to focus on inbound marketing, so you're getting people to come to you as a lead, you're not actively trying to find them um, and contact them on a, an off chance, you know, when people don't like it and they get their back up. Uh, it's the top tool in terms of inbound marketing. But just one piece of advice that I would give people is make sure when it is published and out there, set time maybe six months in the future to really go and have a look at see if it's still up to date is it still relevant yeah because you can eat we've just done the same we've just gone through all our lead magnets on our website i think we've got six at the moment we've just gone through just to make sure is there anything new that's changed especially in the world of marketing as you can imagine social media yeah. algorithms change constantly yeah. so it's just making sure you've got an evergreen piece of content but you might want to just update it um every six months and remember to put that into your diary um, so it's relevant. I think that's the same with all marketing, really. Yeah. You should be reviewing your website and everything on that basis because it's a, it's always amazing when you go back over it and you think, oh, <laughs> don't yeah. do that anymore. It does <laughs> feel very tied together, doesn't it? So I, I don't know if this is necessarily true, but if you've got a really rubbish website, um, you're going to be fairly limited, aren't you, in terms of whether people are going to arrive at it and there being mm -hmm. a value in having a fantastic lead magnet on it. You need the website to be working. Um, if you've got a great website and you haven't got a lead magnet on it, you're probably a little bit limited yeah. there as well. There's, there's kind of a connection with all these things kind of in tune, working together as a fairly well-oiled machine to yeah. get the most out of what is undoubtedly going to be a lot of work for someone to put in or a lot of um or, or a fair amount of investment for someone to, mm -hmm. to 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 put in there's not a lot of point doing it if you've not got kind of other ducks in a row as well yeah i think what's really powerful as well is part of that planning process and the putting together of the lead magnet document that with your audience as well um show ask people questions you know so you really get invaluable answers on what your audience are actually wanting to read or hear or watch about um and show behind the scenes of you putting it together it's quite interesting for your audience to see see kind of the work that you're putting in and the hard work and the time and the research that you might be doing or the tools that you might be using to put this together so you're creating a buzz before it's even gone live 
That's a really nice idea, actually, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and and there's a lot of value in asking people what they want. Because I think I think one of the things that's always quite interesting about this kind of content is that because we live in our little world, we we think that we know what people want to know. And actually what often people want to know is something that I would kind of think, oh, goodness, that's really basic. Yeah. Because I'm used to being, you know, in the higher the higher echelons of it. And actually, when you talk to people, what they actually want is something far different to you even imagine. You would almost yeah. feel like you're patronising somebody because you're so, you live in your world so much that actually sometimes yeah. it's worth taking that step back because yeah. what the audience actually wants is probably quite different to what you think they want. Yeah. Another um, little tip is go on to Kindle or Amazon and search for what people are actually paying for on that subject area first. So what are the top kind of books that people are reading or podcasts or um, audio books? And th- then look at that and think, OK, maybe look at the reviews as well, see what people are saying, what they've liked, what they're not liked. And then pick those ideas out to think, OK, well, what can I do on a smaller version that's free for my audience who is the similar, who's buying those those assets as well? Mm. This is the easiest question that I'll ask you. Can people just pay you to do all this to follow? Yes. <laughs> so, yes, we'll do all the, the research, the creation, the copywriting, design, uh, landing page, automation into your emails, and then all the kind of email merge sequences after. And then if you want the promoting as well on social media, we can do that. So, yeah, what we do for a lot of clients, yeah. Good stuff. What, so what are you thinking for you, Nikki? You're saying you don't really you don't really have anything at the moment. No, I don't, and I'm really not sure where I'm going to go with this. And I think actually what I've learned from today because lead magnets felt like this thing I should be doing, mm-hmm. but I hadn't really I just couldn't get my head around what that would look like, mm-hmm. and I had lots of ideas. But I think what I'm taking away from this is to make sure that what's going on in my head is actually what the audience wants because yep. yeah. I may well be going way too you know, deep into the, into the, you know, the, the level when actually they want something a bit higher level. Yeah. So that's been really interesting for me. It's certainly got yeah. my grey matter going. Ideas for lead magnets is probably not that difficult a thing to come up with, is it? We can all come up with ideas all day long. You could, you know, sit like, you know, your, your respective networking groups and say, oh, I'm after some ideas for like, actually coming up with ideas is fine, but coming up with one that's, that's genuinely going to tick the boxes that you need it yeah. to tick is, is where well it becomes a little bit more complicated. First, as well, yeah, because you've got to enjoy that process because it means that you'll put your energy into it and you'll create something that you're really proud of and that you'll want to publish as well. If you're going to do it on a subject where you think, oh, can't be bothered to do that, you keep pushing it to the bottom of your, bo- you know, your list, your to-do list. Um, I think that's kind of showing you actually. Is this going to be, is people going to want to spend the time to download it if you don't want to spend the time creating mm. it? Yeah, it, it, It's about coming up with something that is practical and yeah. a little bit unique, isn't it? And it's just finding that yeah. happy medium. Yeah. A question mm. you could go out and ask though, Nikki, to your audience, you know, on WhatsApp or Facebook, is it, you know, say, if I was going to create a tool for you to be better at networking, what would it be? Hmm and see what answers come back. Yeah, they'll be interesting. Yeah, but that's why I said as a first uh, stage, it's worthwhile saying to people that you're currently working with, if I was going to do something or give you something at all, or is there anything in the business that I'm currently doing that you you love, what is that? Yeah, and I think that's true because... You know, people quite often will come back to me and I'll say, oh, can you come and talk yeah. a bit before this? And I'll say, well, what do you want me to talk about? And they say, oh, well, you were saying something the other day about this. And I'll yeah. go, oh, yeah, I was. And, and then, you know, you kind of think, oh, OK, is that what you want to know? Because actually, 
you sometimes just really lost in your own little world sometimes mm. and you do need to go out and ask people what it is they actually want to know um and often it's the most surprising stuff so that's been a really interesting journey actually it's i'm it certainly has. going to go away and think very hard about this yeah so in this podcast, we've invented this character of Steve. <laughs> this wasn't deliberate. We didn't talk about this beforehand. It just happened naturally. Steve's just started a business. It doesn't he, he's kind of you know he's got some ideas of what he's doing and stuff, but very kind of you know wet behind the ears. Is that a phrase? Have I made that up? Wet behind the ears. Yeah. Right. Steve's thinking. All right. Yeah. Lead magnet. Definitely something I need to do. I haven't got time. And Steve realises he needs to come and talk to you mm-hmm. um, to, to find out a bit more about the process and see uh, how he can make it work for him. So how does Steve get in touch with you? Yes, you can either connect with me on LinkedIn and send me a message at Talisa Gill. So I'm very active on there. Uh, or go onto our website. We've got an actual page on there, which is all to do with lead magnets. And there's a form if you do want to book in a time with me. Um, it's not a form where you've got to wait for me to come back. You can actually connect into my calendar and book a meeting with me at a time that suits you. Awesome. Cool. So the only thing left to do then is um, for anyone who's actually considering having a go at this themselves, we like to ask our guests to set some homework. Yeah. So what sort of two or three things would you say are the most practical things that they can take away from this to go and have a little stab at starting this process themselves? Yep. So first off, I'd say go and speak to people that you're already working with. Ask those questions, like I mentioned, around what tools um, or what services do you like that we offer? Secondly, is put it into Google research what people are asking for in Google so research those kind of questions and key terms thirdly open up word start writing just put pen down to paper start planning and writing because once you get into it you've started it and that's the hardest part is actually putting pen to paper for someone to start um, and plan and research that that area good tips like it. excellent brilliant Talisa yeah. thank you very much thank, thank you for thank joining you. us yeah, thank you really useful. thank you Well, thank you for your attendance today. I hope you've learned something new. Every day is a business school day after all. If you'd like to contact us or perhaps put yourself forward as a future guest, find either Nikki or myself on LinkedIn, or you can drop us a line using the links in the show notes. Right, school is out. Please wait for the bell before you leave. <laughs>